0: Na, na, na. That's not the uh girl from Ipanema. It's actually I'm about to drink an IPA, just like the girl from Ipanema. Oh, is that where the beer hails from where is brewed? Oh, it's Stone IPA, California. Oh. I wish. Man.
1: What was the <laughs> song you were singing?
0: Oh, um right before you got on here, there was this uh were you ever a Seinfeld fan? No. No, I mean I could appreciate it and there's some really good
1: episodes but it wasn't I the, you guys want the original
0: Seinfeld or not the original but something way better watch Black Books that's way better. But yeah, I mean it it's good. I appreciate it for what it is. Oh, okay, well I happen to be watching this one um you know obviously it's so old. It's from the 90s and I, I know it's ancient man. It's, it's just ancient. ancient. Yeah. It's ancient. And um, they just had this one episode. Like Elaine always had these weird ass boyfriends who always had some quirk. Mm-hmm. And this guy, this in this episode, this guy's quirk was whenever the song called um, "Desperado" by the Eagles comes on, he has to stop what he's doing and just go like this. So <laughs> that's what I was trying to sing. <laughs> anyway, cheers,
1: cheers, cheers. I have my diet coke with lime here, Cyril. So wow you rebel Uh, i know late at night having having caffeine and it's a whole new mindset because there's nowhere to be nowhere to go and even if you wanted to you can't so i don't even want to (laughs) well yeah i mean you and chris beckloff and the like are all perfectly fine bivouacking at home Uh, i'm kind of i've been getting into the the regular habit of um, going for just a drive in the truck and having a cigar and uh, because every other place is closed, so um,
0: what's this driving and cigar thing you,
1: you're always talking about? Well, you hmm. you go uh, to a cigar lounge predominantly to hang out with the guys, but you can't hang out at the cigar lounge so you can get a cigar, and it's just kind of like you can't be at home all the time. Now some of you can, but what I'll do is I'll go for a run to get outdoors because it's finally not snowing and it's finally not blustery wind, like we can actually get some exercise outside. So that's good. But that's still not enough, and so after I get the exercise, like, yeah, hey, what am I? So then I just drive around on my truck, and I have a cigar with me, and I usually have a cigar and listen to Better Bachelor or Turn Flinging Monkey or um, uh, Masculine Geek or uh, World Class <laughs> Bullshitters. I even get charitable sometimes and listen to the the two pube twins, uh, T.J. Martinell and Jack Napier.
0: Um, so on that note uh you know, i was i was working last night and i'm like all right i'll put it on the masculine geek and then it was gone
1: yeah whatever reason they got they got axed uh that someone filed a complaint and then upon further review uh, i guess they were using some language uh that, and here's here's what i fear <clears throat> what where's everyone going now' where's where's, everyone yeah, where is everyone migrating to uh, now that we're all cooped up here?
0: Well, obviously the internet, chats,
1: Zoom, the, Skype, you know. Right. I even and I signed up for the <laughs> pro package for StreamYard because I'm already bumping up into it and mm-hmm. I wanted to know like holy cow, we got a ton more followers. Oh my gosh, all these super chats are coming in. I'm like, was that coincidence it's not? I like are people going in the internet? They are because it says on the warning on StreamYard it says uh, there is unprecedented levels of traffic. Um, <clears throat> so now what I'm thinking is with everybody going online, can you imagine how bored the Google censors are? <laughs> 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 They're just, they got nothing else to do, but to be uh free speech Nazis and come cracking down. So it's like, everybody's got to be on their best behavior now. And then someone else got a,
0: what Not were those guys saying? Like, what language?
1: I don't know. They they said, um,
0: "Oh God, I hate saying this. I just hate it because it's so anti-free speech." They said the R word. Oh, dude, I yeah, people still come out on me. Like, friends of mine will be like, "You can't say that word." It. it like, I
1: know, I know, and I'm like, "Well, that was the. It used to be mongoloid. That was the term originally." But that was offensive. So then they came <laughs> up with the R word to be polite. It meant slow down. It, it is like a fire bleep bleepent. You yes. can't even say it in a chemical sense because the computer, the algorithms has no sentient thoughts, just like they're human sensors. Um, so now, now whatever the latest incarnation in 10 years, it'll be a new word. We can't say and a new one with many more syllables. That's the thing. It has to have more syllables than the previous
0: <laughs> one then then you know it's polite i almost just real quick uh 22 year friendship i came this close to like ending cuz i got so disgusted about that person like coming i said that exact word and they were acting all offended i'm just like this isn't worth it
1: what let me ask you this but did they change i know everybody changes but that seems like a, a kind of a a personality trait that was definitely stark and different. And that's what I'm starting to realize with people. And I know everyone changes, but to the point where no one, they're not improving. It's kind of like, yeah, I I can't hang out with you. anymore. like, where did it
0: come from? Was he always like that? Uh, he was always kind of a, I think it's after he got married because his wife is such a, you know, you know what. And now he's like, well, I was like this the whole time. And it's like, dude, yeah, no, you work. <laughs> 15 years ago, you were way more offensive than I've ever been. And I actually kind of liked you more for it. So I had back in the police department, the security, I
1: should say, but it was part of the police department. That's why I said I'm not, I was never a cop. <clears throat> we worked under the police department. The best group of guys I ever worked with, and by God, if I knew one, I probably would have just remained a security guard. One guy was there until he was 50. I understood why now in hindsight. But this one guy was – he was the nicest guy. He was funny. um, He worked security, and he he worked out on his body, so he'd go and he'd do – not stripping, uh, dancing huh. over at the game night. He made good money doing it too. He absolutely, you know, he made more money doing that than his 690 an hour working security. Um, The greatest guy ever, but he was a big time environmentalist and he would go around and slash people's trucks. He'd go after trucks. He'd slash trucks and he'd key their the trucks. Now he drives a huge ass truck. He's a, a property, re, re, rental property owner in the twin cities he's a millionaire um and he is a highly paid engineer i can't say where but he is in he's in a very critical position with or without a uh virus scare going mm. on and i was hanging out with a, a buddy of ours in common and my buddy says yeah this guy's coming into town you're gonna be in the town say, oh that'd be great i haven't seen him in years da, da, da. the guy wouldn't hang out with me you know why why because I didn't make enough money. That doesn't make and sense. It, it, tell me about it. That was my whole point. I was like, this guy who was lefty and environmentalist and, and da-da-da, and the nicest guy, though, at the same time, now he's some big-time snooty country club <laughs> Republican. It was like a
0: 180. Hold on. How the hell yeah. does he know how much money you made? Only you and I know how much money you right,
1: made. Right, but uh, he didn't. He didn't. There was no way to tell. And I think he just kind of probably guessed like he will not. Now he won't hang out with anyone unless they're millionaires. Like he only hangs out with people in Asia. It's all weird. It doesn't make no sense. That's that's why I was kind of going there. Like, have you have you seen that with people in your past? I mean, that's a rather abrupt 180 change, but this guy seemed, he's not the same guy it was 22 years ago when you originally became friends, right?
0: Yes. And it's all because of politics. So I haven't seen it in anything like, you know, you're not rich enough or whatever, but... I'm telling you, man, politics just ruins everything and everybody.
1: I don't know if it, I, that that it does. And I'd like to think that people grow up. Like when you were younger, it's like, okay, yeah, you're all liberal leftist because that's what you were told to be. <clears throat> and you haven't looked at a budget. But by the time you're like 30, it's like, okay, the fucking horse and pony show is over. Knock it off with the world owes me a living bullshit. You know how this works. You know, it was bullshit from the beginning. What's this? But when they continue on, it's kind of like, maybe that's it. You're not evolving. You're not growing up. You're not maturing, Uh, especially when it, and and you know what? I can have a disagreement with someone, you know, like Mary Jo. We're friends with her um, and she's just got a soft spot. You know, she wants to help out people, but when it becomes the, like she couldn't care less about the politics truthfully, but when it becomes like that guy's offended because you used a word. Then it's like, whoa, whoa, something. That's like people becoming born again or Jehovah Witness or something.
0: I I just think, I don't know. He I, I hate the word indoctrination, but, I mean, he became a teacher. And, okay, there. Yeah, there was that. There was a special ed teacher at that. So, you know, he was dealing with, you know, our words a lot. and yeah. um, I don't know. That's just one example, and you've heard me complain about this privately. That's just one example how I just – I don't know how much longer we're gonna be uh connected well
1: it's I'm finding out it mm-hmm. is a very few and handful of people where it's it's been stuff where chad did you know I'm abrasive? no, did you know that I <laughs> i've I've got people where I've said way worse things have been way more rough and tumble, and all of a sudden they cut me out and they were offended I'm like what the what really that of all the things I've said that's what <laughs> And I'm like, wow, you know, like I thought all my actions and doing all these things and coming to your aid and and this one time and that other time and when we, you know, punched each other's shoulders, but apparently not. And it's it's one of those sad crippling things where you're kinda like, oh, well, there really is very, very, very little to fight for and to live <laughs> for. And you just kind of like, oh, all right, you know. So I kind of it's like those uh in the movies. Like, there's the grizzled sergeant, and then there's the young private that gets in. And the young private really takes a liking to the sergeant. The sergeant pushes him away. Ah, fuck you, kid. Why? What did I do? He's lost too many of you. It's kind of like that, where it's like, ah, fuck it. Yeah, we could be friends until you leave. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, it'd be great. Until until I, I don't know, I I say something when I'm drunk and it, it, it offended your mother. All right, fine. I, I don't know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, man, I'm at the point where um, things are getting very, how shall we say, location independent as I've been telling you about. Hmm. So maybe I can find a few more clients who I just mesh with a little bit more instead of having to be around here all the time.
1: I still think you got a critical mass of, ind- of location independent clients you can go. You, yeah.
0: You, you got the green light. but And, and uh, above all else is because you have no expenses. Well, the other thing is that what this taught me. like you, you nailed it. You either said this in an article or you actually talked about it in a chat. There's a lot of silver linings to this whole like shutdown thing, you know, social, there is. yeah. <laughs> even some of my like hardened, you know, we have to meet in person clients now even they've like learned, no, we don't have to meet in uh, my office. Cause we can get it done without that. Ah, it's like ah. the great and merciful Corona Chan has foisted this reality. Are they older? yeah but not old enough to where they should oh. be sticklers about this you yeah know? Oh. i've seen some of those charts i'm like yeah i bet you i bet you some of it. it's not even the
1: boomers what it really is is unfortunately the silent generation it's 80 and up i know everyone picks on the boomers for this uh, and it does disproportionately affect the boomers but the ones that are really getting slammed are the uh, silent the 80 and up um And those guys, if they, I don't want to learn a new technology. Like, "Uh, fuck it. How do I do this internet thing? What's a webcam? Oh, right. Me and Tilly and Gertrude, we're going to set up a blog and podcast and we'll pay our thing, our banking online and everything. So I'm I'm sure that all these boomers who couldn't figure out Excel, I bet you they're figuring out real fucking quick now.
0: And I just want it on record. Both of my parents are not boomers, in case you didn't know that. Aren't they? Mm -hmm. isn't
1: your dad in your mind their 70s
0: yeah but they missed it by a year or two
1: did they 44 43
0: uh 44 45 i think boomers started in 46 my mom i think you are right december 45 you're right
1: yes i think you're right that technically is that is true i i let's be very clear we it's not like oh you were born this year and between that year and this year well fuck you that's not what it is it is it is the personality traits of a generation as a whole, and you you judge people on the individual level. But if I hear boomer, I'm like, well, you better start talking some really serious shit because if you say, How do I open up a PDF file? I'm like, Hope you get the Corona chan visit, you know, that kind of thing. So
0: um well, what I was gonna tell you, even funny, more funny is that my sister and I both missed being millennials by one year and two years. So it, like worked out perfectly. <laughs> Otherwise, I couldn't hang out with you. You know, yeah, yeah, I might that, have said a bad word.
1: God, you know, did you get your check for hanging out with TJ and Jack Napier? Do you get your extra government check for hanging out with them? Spending time with the handicap? Because nobody like, you get you get your, your charity check for hanging out with those guys, right? I thought you were talking about some of your super chats. Um, no, no, no I, I, why, I don't know. I think Juan, <laughs> we could pick on Juan too. Um, oh, but say, getting back to our um, discussion about this internet thing. So not only uh, am I wondering are are the YouTube sensors and the Facebook sensors going to go on a witch hunt because they literally have nothing else to do. Like if that's going to be a wave coming down. Um, but StreamYards was talking about unprecedented traffic and expectations of slow. So we may have to switch to uh, vi- uh, audio only if we start getting a little bit jittery. But it the irony of irony is that this is now almost a, recession proof or Corona proof industry is if you're a, if you're an online internet guy or you have your services online or you're in an industry that can be done online, people are like, Nope, keep that shit open. We need the GDP and the taxes. Um, I'm, I'm kind of curious if the infrastructure, the internet infrastructure can handle all this traffic because all the traffic has done has gone from the roads to the internet. And so I'm mm. really curious as to see, you know, a lot of people are lining up at this gas station. A lot of people are saying hi. A lot of people are so there. Chad, you know how bored they are. Oh, and how bored are they? They're so bored. They're tuning into you and me, and they're giving us super chat. I mean,
0: that's how bored. That's how. Before the there's only twenty one of them, so that you know. <laughs>
1: hey, I'll take them. That's uh, it's, we're we're a good show on the on the internet. Oh, you see what I paid for gas today.
0: I did. I thought. Were you? I thought maybe you were in South Dakota or something. No, no, that. that's over Northside Twin Cities.
1: Dollar nine cents. A dollar nine gas.
0: I've never seen that since I was what eleven years old or something. I
1: think the last time I saw it was, uh, God, two thousand four, two thousand.
0: No, it had to be even
1: before that maybe it was 2002 2000 no 2000 after, 2001 after 911
0: after 911 like is that what it, um, okay all right yeah. yeah
1: i remember it was 89 cents over in st anthony minnesota and we are within 20 cents of that
0: yeah certainly adjust. yeah certainly adjusted for inflation there are some good things happening right now, but you just can't say that it's good because it'll offend somebody. So, well, okay, but we're on this show, so I mean, what exactly? What's the, I, what's the other good? I've, what's the other good silver linings? We're allowed to curse, so I just, just want that on record, right? Right, right. We're allowed to curse. Well, fuck yeah. <laughs> Where are the silver linings? You said there are a oh, bunch of
1: silver linings. What? Uh, so l-
0: lower gas, like now, pe- right. now but I'm kind of stealing from your article here, like where now people don't have to attend college. They can just do it online. Same with telecommuting. You know, right. no one has to go in. There's no traffic for my right. business. Dude, I can't tell you how much better this has been because I get so much better to do it when I don't have to meet people. It's great.
1: I know. And have you, have you poked your head out? So now, well, you got a different state law than we do, but I don't know, but there's a ton of
0: families walking around.
1: Yeah, we are going
0: outside. Went for a jog, even though it was kind of shitty tonight. And it's like, hey, there were other joggers. Not everybody's just sitting around, you know, watching yeah. TV. I, I've i got almighty. it.
1: There's a – if you don't die, you are going to come out of this way better than you were before. I just hope we remember and keep the lessons. You know, like, oh, I don't need – oh, darn, Chad, did you know there's no March Madness? Did you get your brackets? Did you get your brackets, <laughs> man?
0: Did I miss basketball.
1: Fucking, all you douchebags with your fucking brackets, right there. All you, fo- what are you doing without them now? Like, what are you, what are you doing without watching tall, skinny guys that had more talent than you? What, what
0: huh? Uh, another silver lining with this, because you know I've struggled with this and I've come to yeah. you about it. Yeah. There, it, there's no sports ball, so for me, no I don't have to. Like, sometimes I get into sports ball. Now I don't even have to worry about it. It's not around. The temptation's not even there. And you're stuck with two
1: good-looking girls in your apartment that just want to hang out with you all the time, too, right? No, oh, they don't yeah. want to hang
0: out with me all the time, but they're pretty cool. <laughs> okay. It's kind of like uh Three's Company. I don't know. Yeah, I yep. Yeah. Okay. Good, good. Well, yeah, no,
1: there's there's plenty of uh stuff. I I'm just gonna and you're not getting uh uh cabin fever yet or anything like that.
0: No, because I'm I go outside for at least an hour a day running around, If mm-hmm. and sometimes I just do it in the morning, too. So I'm getting some fresh air. I do miss the gym a little bit, but um, mm. I'm all right. What about the big sweaty guy <laughs> <laughs> pedaling next to you? Do you miss him? I don't miss that dumb oh. motherfucker. You what? know, the last day before they closed the gyms here, that was last Monday. So what, mm-hmm. like 10 days ago? And yeah, that was the last thing I remember because I went to a class that morning and that sweaty pig motherfucker was like, (laughs) (laughs) and then an hour later they closed the gym. So I was like, well, that was my last memory. What about the Tina and Baron
1: Karen? Were Tina and Baron Karen there talking their gossip (laughs) talk on the treadmills?
0: Oh no. um, I I hadn't been doing the treadmills for a while because the weather got pretty nice before all this closed. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, like there were so many people walking around today, like clogging up the sidewalks. A bunch of like the same people just clogging up the sidewalks now. <laughs> what you know,
1: about kid?
0: I if I remember running when I used to live in Chicago. Can't you
1: just go straight out Broadway, get to the to the 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 beach, and
0: run all the way to downtown? Pretty much. You're gonna love this. Oh, oh no! This is actually I. So um. People were not... This happened just today. People were not heeding the governor and the mayor's instructions. They're just like, look, you can be outside, but don't just congregate where it's a bunch of you. All right. So long story short, they send out... Have you ever gotten like one of those emergency broadcast things on your phone? Yeah, like an Amber Alert, a Beeps. Yeah. They sent one at 321 today, and it scared the shit out of me. It's like, whoa, because it made this noise. And it was basically an emergency message saying... The Lakeshore front has been closed. All the parks downtown are closed. Nobody is allowed to be there. And it was like very serious.
1: Um, Well, where are people in Chicago supposed to go to get out in the air in the open and not congregate in groups of people? What, they're supposed to like be on the streets?
0: I guess. Can you, I mean, you don't have to read this, but I want to show you how, I guess you can't see it. I can't read it. Go ahead, read it for us. says, okay. Effective immediately, Chicago Lakefront adjacent parks and beaches, the 606 Trail and Riverwalk are closed to the public until further notice when it is determined this degree of social distancing is no longer required for the safety of Chicago residents. Do your part. Stay home. Save lives. <laughs> That's what it all says.
1: Better be a lot of bodies in the street. That's all I'm saying. They, uh, now, keep in mind, I don't pay attention to the news but I am uh, reliably informed by someone who has no reason to lie whatsoever that our governor said something like they're thinking about converting stadiums into ICU units and they are estimating in Minnesota 2 million out of our 9 million population are going to get uh, the disease and 77,000 are going to require medical attention and there's only 300 or less than 300 ICU units. So now they are rushing To convert everything into an ICU unit, and uh, like I said, there better be there better be people in those in in the stadium. The the schools better be turned into hospitals. There there better be a bunch of uh, uh, what's it called? Ambulances going down the road because if there isn't, this is this is one big ass lie uh, (laughs) or or one great overestimation of uh, of this disease.
0: It's a lot floating around out there. Like, I, I don't know what to believe, man. Like, Italy and then here and every, I all the time. I, I go out every night, in addition to
1: going to the grocery store and checking out the aisles, keeping a pulse on the finger of the supply of America, which we're fine, by the way, so far. Um, I also go online and see what the death rates are. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, death, deaths are going up, <clears throat> infections are going up, it's all exponential. Uh, but then I look at other countries down the road that are further down this rapid. And now they, there's a, a slowing of the first derivative, even a tapering. And China, if you believe the figures, is, it's nothing's happening there anymore. They're, they're almost back to normal. Um, and then I look at who is it killing? And yeah, a lot of people could get it. But you know what? For guys like if you're under 60, you're fine. You can look at a, a
0: multiple charts show you this is very, very low chances for anyone who's young. You're under 60, and you actually make an attempt to take care of your own physical well-being, you'll be fine. That's kind of a big if, I think. There's a lot of lazy, you know, obese. <laughs> That's
1: that true, but even with th- those data, include people who do not keep themselves healthy. I mean that that includes it. So let's let's remove those people who are unhealthy. It gets even more microscopically small. Uh, you need to be old and frail, or otherwise compromised. Uh, to really to really have this be a threat. So, yeah, maybe we're all sick and feeling
0: ill for two weeks, but I... Well, one thing I've seen an uptick on, I don't know if you've seen this, there's been these like Facebook, some Instagram, even some twatter posts. They're like, mm. this doesn't just affect older people. I had a mid-30s male that came in and he died, you know, an hour right. later or something. So, you Look, know... That one anecdotal bit, I'm sorry, I'll go with the World Health Organization... And I'll go
1: with the CDC and I'll look at their statistics or the NHS. I'll look at their statistics. Yeah. I, I'm sure someone who is 30s, you know, I, with my, with my allergies and my cough, I could be susceptible, not know it. Um, but so far, you know, I'm looking, I'm I'm sorry, your friend died. Terribly sorry. That's one data point out of millions. Mm. Um, So I, I just <clears throat> not losing sleep over it yet. Not losing sleep over it yet.
0: Well, I just sort of feel like even if I do get it, You know, it might be uncomfortable, but it's actually not going to stop me from being able to earn a living, at least for now. The
1: hangovers I've endured, I'm not afraid of this thing.
0: I am I mean, I don't want to tempt fate, but honestly, I'm not really either that much.
1: If you said, oh my God, it's it's fine. But right now, the data, not news reports, not anecdotes, not stories, the data, I'm not worried about it.
0: This is why this is... Like I love it because none of most of my clients are millennials, and most of them I'd rather not see in person, and they're right. scared to death of this thing. So I'm just like, all right, you know, I'm not going into my office until first week of April at the earliest. Send me your stuff. Boom. Yeah. I'm <laughs> gonna go. I'm gonna go clean the motorcycle, get
1: it ready. Maybe go for a ride later. Uh, not tonight, but like tonight. Wow. No, not tonight. No, no. It's gonna. It's almost gonna break sixty here in the next couple of days. Is the GF not there right now? No, oh, she's here. She's sleeping. Oh, okay, cool. I, in case the masculine geeks are listening, I gave her a foot <laughs> massage. I rubbed her feet today with uh with oils, with the uh, stinky good oils.
0: Well, I thought you were going to say you got her to sleep by playing an episode of the masculine geek uh, from further back.
1: No, no. TJ wasn't in that one. So she was actually,
0: kidding. <laughs> no, I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding too. I'm kidding.
1: No, they always give me guff like, Oh, you got to get your wife's permission. So now it's just going to agitate a more that I gave my uh, girlfriend a foot rub before she went to bed. Well, I've heard you know, a
0: foot rub can lead to other things. Not bro. at this age.
1: No, <laughs> <laughs> not this many years. In, no, it's just, hmm. <laughs> <sighs> uh, well, let's get to some Super Chats here real quick. I got some some news articles we could talk about. Uh, All right, well.
0: let's check the Super Chats. I'm uh, glad you guys
1: tuned in, by the way. I know this was kind of short notes, but we haven't done one for the Older Brother podcast in a while. And I did want to test the internet. I want to test this time. I want to test my upgraded plan over on stream, uh, StreamYard. Go ahead, uh, Chad. Get uh, get
0: DJ. Uh, DJ Aftershock for two dollars, dude, bro. I'm eating wings at the bar. I got hammered. <laughs> Which bar? Ooh, I was going to say, aren't any bars open where I know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Next, I used to I used to be envious of
1: the kids at the Carlson School of Management <laughs> because across the street was a place called Seven Corners. And there was like a bunch of bars there, and everyone went after class. We're like, dude, we're going to go to the bar for happy hour. I'm like, I wish I could drink beer and eat wings. I got to work. And then I realized that is, I missed nothing. I missed mm-hmm. absolutely nothing uh, in doing that.
0: Yeah, you did. You really didn't miss anything. Uh, Nick, for two bucks, people don't change, they just naturally progress. Isn't that? sort of the same thing or yeah
1: but and i would say regress i i I, people i knew back in their 20s were idealistic and we had hope and there was there was life they wanted to go do stuff Mm -hmm. um now it's i know it's people getting old i know that's that's the natural way but my gosh the a lot of the people just uh better bachelor had a good video about like being understanding and not everyone has to be in agreement with you on a hundred percent of things. Like you can have slightly differing opinions. You can have a lot of differing opinions. Mm. Um, I I've think it's slacking. just,
0: like, I haven't seen his videos in a while. I need
1: to get, yeah, one. he's, I think he, yeah. he's, he's doing this thing. He's got to deal with his uh, folks who are old mm. and he's, he's quarantined up, but his point still stands. It's, you know, I had people that, okay, yeah, we disagreed with politically, but they're still kind of cool. And now, Holy cow. I mean, Like I said before, I think it's the fervency when it becomes religious, you know, where also Chad, I'm going to tell you how to speak and I'm going to, I'm going to be a literal Nazi, a little, a literal tyrant over your speech instead of like, once again, do you hate people with mental disabilities, Chad?
0: (sighs) I mean, they probably hate me, but no, I don't hate. No, no. But you see,
1: well, we've had the conversation before. Yeah. So I don't know if people really progress. I think they just get old and bitter like me. But then they don't go out.
0: Well, how do you explain that certain few who honestly do an entire 180 on something if you have any people like that in your life? Well, that was a rare one. The instance that I gave you, that's very rare. And usually it's
1: triggered by something like um somebody finds religion, you know, a stripper yeah. all of a sudden becomes a, a housewife and um, and, well, Rouge. No, I think he's been intellectually consistent this entire time. I think he's always been evolving. It's been a journey for him. Mm. And when he got to the, when you get to the the end, um, and you finally figure out women for what they are, you there's more important matters than chasing tail. Yeah, uh, there's investing. You know, oh, it's for that's not just a hole to to fuck. That's that's potentially somebody to pair bond with, have children. What is the point? You're your mortality comes into it. I think his daughter, not his daughter, his sister passing away. Sister, tragically. Yeah. Right? yeah, I think yeah. that obviously had something to do with it. And, and he, maybe he went religious and there, that's all, that's the logical route because once you get your food, clothing and shelter, you're not fucking around anymore on the lower levels of Mazel's hierarchy of needs. Now it's like, okay, what's, what's the real point for what do I want to do? And that sounds great and mm-hmm. fun. Like, Oh, what do I want to do? Then all of a sudden you're like, Oh my God, everyone's plugged down in the lower three levels. No one asked mm-hmm. these esoteric questions you're all of a sudden looking at the abyss and you, f- you figure out not only how lonely it is, but how few people even get to these point in questions. You know, they're all stuck yeah. in poverty. So um, <clears throat> I, I I'll give Roosh more credit than the average person, and but it's, it's, I wouldn't say utterly predictable, but it's very logical. He ended up now going after the religion pill, if you want to call yeah. it that. So, cause it's either that or nihilism. And, uh, Nihilism, yeah, I and, struggle with
0: that sometimes.
1: Well, maybe um, find religion, but that's the irony, isn't it? Oh, you just—I'll just find religion. It's like, well, if you don't really believe it, you're you're really faking it, are And you know deep down inside, you don't believe it, so it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. What I'd say it's impossible. Like you know what I found? Like when I was having that cancer scare and actually looking at at mortality and in, in the face, stoicism. Mm. Like the stoicism. Stoicism. It because it. it it's more empirical, it's more logical. And you, you derive facts and truths and bits of practical wisdom that you could apply to your life and your thinking. And that actually was very calming. Whereas you go literally, I could walk up to my dad, right? Pastor, masters in divinity, maybe doctorate. I think, I mean, this guy studied, you know, pastor studied the Bible. Give me the proof. It's faith. Uh, No, no. Then you don't have proof that I, Give me something more because I could go to any religion right now and they'll say, Faith, you give me proof. Mm. Well, let me, okay, fine. Then, then, then we are, we are, this is a non starter. And so, um, I just wish people had a little bit more, like, oh, I understand where you're coming from. Well, here's what we think is proof, you know. In the meantime, the stoicism meeting is down the road.
0: I definitely need to improve that part about myself. So, we should have Atham start the Church of Stoics. And he gets a
1: funny Pope hat and uh and he has his pipe while he's giving the sermon. You see, man, it's very easy to relax and take it, but you have to not be angry. You just have to have a girlfriend from Asia and you have sex with her and, and then you smoke your pipe and you'll be fine.
0: <laughs> Simplified. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we got disco devil. Disco devil. Where I need you to got it? click on I got on up on now. the screen. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Yep. I got it. um LA is now drivable. Perfect time for a two thousand dollar Corolla. Or a t- a two thousand. 2000 Corolla, Corolla. Yeah. Yeah. I mean all I, uh, cities have no traffic now. It's great.
1: Yeah. I don't even yeah. look up the traffic anymore. I'm like, I go. It doesn't matter what time, I just hop out the road and I go. I saw the I saw the nieces today. Didn't look at the traffic, just went. Then
0: it, it was great to run outside today because I, there's no cars on the road, so it's very yeah. easy to, you know, whatever.
1: What about what about parking? Are cars still parked on the side of the road? It's just the roads aren't occupied? No one's going down LaSalle or, or, or 41 or anything like that?
0: I, I haven't noticed a real difference, you know, on my street here, which you've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where the cars are, honestly. I don't see a glut of, like, parking being taken. Really? So not not only can you
1: find a parking space, but, you know,
0: Broadway and uh, uh, Lawrence, Lawrence. not not crowded? I mean, not running at about, what was that, about 530? No, I didn't see anything crazy going Uh, on. Now, imagine if the restaurants and bars were open. We'd be in heaven, (laughs) man. I uh, think some people left town, but who knows?
1: I wonder, we'd have to... Take a look at the polling. Oh, uh, what's the next one? Oh, Bacon's here at thegoddamnbacon.com. I should download his podcast.
0: Comments. Here's his question uh, Greetings from the abandoned socialist super hub. Is that the state of Pacific Northwest? Yeah, he's in Seattle. Oh, and- okay. So I'm, did did people leave Seattle? Did
1: all the strong independent uh, pro diversity HR CSR directors that work for Amazon did they go home? <laughs>
0: I just know that this whole thing kicked off in in Washington in the Seattle area. You knew yeah. that, right? Let's take a look.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was like ground zero. They said, let's take a look yeah, at Seattle for, for the
0: US. Yeah,
1: they traced Seattle. To little... Yeah. Wow. So there's no
0: traffic in Seattle.
1: But there's there's always traffic in Seattle, except now, look at this.
0: It's all green. I mean, same with Portland. My brother-in-law was like, yeah, there's no traffic here anymore. <laughs> Hang on. Let's look up traffic in Los Angeles.
1: Oh. Green. It's all green. God, maybe I will go on a road trip. <laughs>
0: that doesn't sound got- like good social distancing. Well,
1: see, here's the problem. I got to go cross-country. And I'm wondering if I could come up with a really good reason. So if I drive out to Vegas,
0: yeah, to visit, meet with your accountant.
1: That's you're not in Vegas. <laughs> but if I say, "Oh, I gotta work on this house. Uh, I gotta help uh, a buddy of mine, or something like that," right? And I and oh, I ha- I can't fly. I gotta take the car because I'm practicing social distancing. I'm only staying at certain key places.
0: I, I mean, who's going to like stop you? I don't think anyone's going to yeah. pull you over. For- what? what
1: some, some guy, some cop in Nebraska. Oh, I see you got out of state plates. What are you doing? Going to Colorado. Why are you going to Colorado? Well, I got to take care of my cousin out there. What's your cousin's name? And, you know, like how are they going to prove my family tree? You
0: know, not only are they not going to do that. I don't think they're actually trying to bust you. They just want to make sure you're not going to spread something or or something. I don't know. Sure, Lincoln, Nebraska. I just want to hang out in Lincoln and and you know put my hands on doorknobs. I want to go to a Nebraska Cornhusker sports ball game. Oh, they canceled sports ball. Oh, Uh, let's see. Is that bacon again? again? Yeah. Uh, five dollars and fifty six cents. New show for your entertainment. Nations under lockdown. Laughter at humanity. Show goes goes global from the local park extravaganza. Even Napier was on. How did Bacon get Napier on when Bacon is broadcasting from the park?
1: Are you talking about those Instagram? Chats? Yeah, he he does Instagram and it and and uh, it's problems. Aside because he can only do like 40 minute increments, so you got to download three files to get one podcast. But he gets the broadcast from a park late at night and he brings out a bottle of, of rum to go drink
0: late at night, meaning it's 2 a.m. when these things yeah. are going live in our time zone, <laughs> right? And then he gets Napier on, so it must, but the uh, the audio quality is shit.
1: I know that he's had uh Nick Shoelander on, and you can't even hear Nick. It's like bacon drop the 90 bucks on a mic and just record at home. Um, But when it's just him by himself, the audio quality is perfectly fine. He plays like the symphonic music in the background. You ever listen to Bacon's show?
0: Uh, It's been a while. I've I've listened to it before. Yeah. Um, Well, the thing is, I never know. I don't really have notifications from Instagram. So I never really know when one of these is going on. I'm probably asleep anyway, but I'll check it out.
1: Well, with these these podcasts. Guys, you want to talk about a sign of the times? You know who contacted me about podcasts and how to download them and what's an MP3 and all that other stuff? Who? My dad. Your dad? Uh, Yeah. Dude, we are in a booming economy. If you are an online internet personality, you are doing just fine. Seems Uh, like it. Yeah. So, I mean, if you got my old-time dad coming in uh looking for it so you know now's the time because people are just consuming copious amounts of podcasts just to get in on the show and say hi and talk to other people in the chat room
0: yeah come to it's it's crazy that people who used to do this stuff were uh, long before now were like nerds and weirdos you know now it's like everybody's trying to get in on it well we're nerds and weirdos now well you saw that that poll they did where all the brits and
1: american youngins what the number one thing they wanted to become was it like an internet celebrity or? Yeah, they want to become YouTubers and influencers, and then they showed China and South Korea, and it was all like astronaut and engineer and, you know, and surgeon, and I'm like, hey, I wonder which culture is going to survive the best here. And Yeah, I and, wonder
0: why certain countries are handling this supposed virus extremely well. <laughs> well,
1: and then there's then there's the thing. How did how did I become? you know, I am no
0: Stefan Molyneux. I, it, <laughs> how, how did I become this, Chad? I mean, I can only go by how I discovered you in this whole realm. I think I typed in my boss sucks back in like 2013 and somehow it went straight to your YouTube.
1: Right. But did I set out to do this? No. How much you want to bet? The colleges and universities are trying to come up with how to be – so you could get a bachelor's degree in social media. How much you want to bet. And everybody now wants to become it, but no one wants to put in the effort and the work. Like they're not going to produce regular content. They're not going to – I, I just I just fear where it's like, yeah, but there was a real job behind this the entire time. And this crap, you know how fickle YouTube is? Do you know how fickle big tech companies are that you rely on their systems and their infrastructure? You think I rely on this 100%? Fuck no. And these kids are thinking like, you know, I'll, the story again, that guy before the adpocalypse went out and bought three houses and a sports car. And the apocalypse came and he had to file for bankruptcy and sell uh. it all the way.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> so. Uh, well, I mean, like, I don't see how colleges can really try to push that because then the clever response is, "Well, why do I even have to come to your school, come to your class? We can just do all this online." Right. But the and hopefully that's what the great
1: and merciful Corona Chan has taught them. But these kids, I've I've, I've figured out even on a more pure level, the college is just an experience. It's just it's just an experience. It's a party. And yeah. so that's what the kids are going to do. That's why they have to go to a physical college. And they're not going to go to the small college or the state college or the community college. They want to go to the big campus college. That's what they want to do. And you you dipshit parents send them there. And you dumbasses. But but maybe, maybe we've learned we can educate. You can, even if you major in engineering, you can at least take half your classes online. And then the last mm-hmm. half go where you need a physical lab or some equipment to do it. Yeah. But, yeah, colleges should be about an eighth of the size, uh, the phys- physical campuses,
0: be about an eighth of the size, eighth of the buildings, eighth of the teachers they are today. Just scrap all the stupid prerequisites and useless, you know, moronic classes, and that's – then we're good.
1: Well, th- we can't just do that because there's huge know, financial but... interest. What are all the liberal arts masters supposed to do? I know. I mean, that's, <clears throat> that's the thing. There, we need a separate system that you can bypass college with an employer's heed. I have an idea for a system. It would be more of a it would be like um, CompTIA or the, the IT and the software world where you get certifications. You take a test, you get certified, like the CPA, right? But you don't need no fucking degree. And if Trump or the Republicans or you know, if if you had an honest democrat who understands that sending college students to college bankrupts them, And you really want to get them cheap, but good education. You want to solve this crisis. You want to make, you want to make education damn well near free. Let's get certification boards. All right. The thorough, rigorous tests, just like the CPA exam or the CFA. You can test in history. Don't know why you would, but you could test in history. Um, And you take you ASE certification. You got to go get your mechanic certification. I don't. And now we have the education. Wisdom is free. It's on the internet. Mm. Right, we don't need teachers anymore. We don't need schools. We don't need to pay tuition. We don't need to pay property tax. We don't need
0: to. Period. Don't need deans and useless administrators. Deans. We don't need assistant
1: reserve diversity, touchy feely. You know, counselors. Here's what we need: is parents to love their children enough to maybe take care of their kids and raise them until they could stay at home and teach themselves. And then we just got to have. I think it would be maybe maybe a hundred billion max. For a national certification board, you know, in each industry could, we could this could be outsourced to the private sector. Each industry has its own respective certification. I mean, like the CPA or the um, was it the um, CPA Society, Accountant Society, what is it called?
0: Well, the the AICPA, the Society of Certified Public Accountants. Yeah, right. That's not that doesn't get any government money, does it?
1: No, I mean it's no. it's
0: not a for profit entity, but it's not right. And... But they
1: handle all the testing, right? Yeah, yeah. There you go. I, but no, kids demand their college experience and worthless, no good, parasitic fucks in the form of liberal arts grad <sighs> students and graduates need a government makeshift or uh, make work government job so they can be employed while charging $300 a credit for their bullshit, yeah. for their completely <laughs> worthless, unnecessary, bogus fields. But you guys want to play this horse and pony show. You want to, you know, we could we could pay off the national debt if we just, serious, we'd spend a trillion dollars a year less on K-through college education in, in not even 20 years' time, in about 10 to 15 years' time, depending on amortization, we'd have the national debt paid down. There, there are simple solutions. We are just so privileged and spoiled. Our American children are so privileged and spoiled. They demand going to college and having other people pay for it. And having that a, a college experience, not not to get an actual education.
0: Well, all I can say is that, you know, talking about the college experience, my grad school experience was something I would have gladly have done without. Yeah, I'm but a 17-year-old doesn't know that. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. I was excited to go away for college too, but... Uh... Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I was excited. That was the only thing. That was the mm-hmm. only thing that got you through. A lot of a lot of young guys, a lot of young gals. The only thing they have to look forward to is college, because that's all they've been promised. Right. And then When you get right. there, it's it's like one of those horrible uh, sci-fi or horror films where it's like, if we just get to this place, and you get there, and all oh, the aliens blew up the place. Oh, we're <laughs> screwed. There's nothing here. They killed everyone. I thought this is where the this was the reflex point. Where we're gonna meet
0: here, and and you're, and you're screwed ever seen a movie called soylent green yeah with uh charlton heston yeah I, you know i figure we're in the apocalypse so i watch it the other night i just i didn't really know all about it and then when i saw what happened at the end i'm like wow that was really good but i don't want to spoil it anybody who has thought things through in a true
1: crisis knows well there's going to be a lot of protein somewhere
0: Exactly.
1: (laughs) It's gonna be a lot of protein. And you know what? These animals are not that fast or smart and they don't move that quick. And you know what? I'll try and eat every other animal before I have to eat that one. But if push comes to shove, I'm willing to do it. Won't like it, but I'll do it. We have quite the heavy selection in America. (laughs) Uh. I think I think these people would be thinned down by that time. Um If, if things got so bad, you're not going to look. Obesity ain't going to be a problem in the economic collapse.
0: Uh, that that's for certain. Uh, bacon, another two twenty three. Refueled empty tank and five gallon can for one dollar seventy nine cents. Winning.
1: I still got the buck 9 nine. I'd like to see if anyone's got cheaper. I'd love to see it. if you got it. Put it in the chat room.
0: I want to see the old ninety nine ninety nine. Oh, if it's there, wouldn't that be great? Uh, who's next here? It's like Eric Quesada. Do you not see the text on there? Like, I see it, but I don't see any text. What does it say? Says, uh, oh, it might have been uh, censored. It says, Corona Chan ain't got S and then three stars on me. You know, Corona Chan ain't got Shia. Well, I don't know about band, I just wonder if it's somehow self censored on your yeah, end. Yeah, I like, know. I, I guess, can see
1: it. I guess in the chat room, you can't put curse words because I guess it won't show up. Or at least with your super chats, you, you
0: can't put curse words. Um, And I want to emphasize he didn't spell out the S word. It literally says like S and three stars. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on with this.
1: So have you ever been to Sequoia uh, national park in California? No, this is where those big Sequoia redwoods are. Mm -hmm, Sure. The, The problem they were having now, thank God they're both located in California. So, um, in silicon valley where you got all your youtube and facebook and reddit you got all the sensors there right but to be a really good sensor what you need is you need a stick the size of a sequoia redwood shoved up your ass and they're starting to run out of big enough sequoia redwoods to shove up (laughs) these sensors asses huh that really when you when you spell shit with apostrophe that gets banned that gets banned huh
0: Yeah, it almost makes you wonder if you wrote in the actual word, if like that would even go through. But I'll let. (laughs) It. Here's where I'm not.
1: I know you guys are all worried about the big Google and the big YouTube and the big big social media. The rate that they are the modern day. uh, You remember the, the um, Uber Christians in the 80s and 90s who were against heavy metal rock because it was the work of the devil. The pearl oh, clutching, yeah. the 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 religious right, but the extreme religious right. You know, they were moralizers. They they would, oh, yeah. you should listen to that devil music. That's what YouTube and and, and Google and all these censors are, and they are going so extreme. They're going to alienate anybody, right? I mean, who's going to want to tune into the rated G show uh, on YouTube?
0: I'm telling you, they're going to ruin everything. It's like that. Uh... Did you ever, I was never huge into like the WWE, WWF. Were you ever into that stuff? Well, when I was like eight, yeah. Hulk Hogan and Junkyard
1: Dog. Well, this and- is
0: relevant then. The okay, people you, yeah.
1: Oh, Jake the Snake Roberts, hell yeah.
0: The people you just talked about, like it was either, I think it was the mid to late 80s, maybe like 1990. There was this group called... It was, it was, you know, moms and Christian people who were so offended by the WWF because of the skimpy outfits and the violence. They kept trying, <laughs> they kept trying to get it like censored, and they were so clever about it. Like the WWF was so clever about it, they created this group called the Right to Censor. Do you remember this? Do you remember how they all would run was onto it? the? Yeah, I, it, this is vaguely coming back now. Yeah. So they used to anytime something awesome was about to happen, these this group would run onto the onto the ring there, and they'd like block everything and ruin everything, and everybody was booing. Like they played their parts <laughs> oh so well. God. You don't remember this? Hey, was it a bunch of old ladies that would kind of dress up? Yeah, okay. some of them were old ladies. Some of them were just people that were like no, so, but I, they were playing their parts so well. I was like, oh my, oh god, my god. god, that's brilliant. Genius.
1: What was it? Vince McMahon was in charge of that.
0: Uh, yeah, like he was brilliant, um, brilliant businessman,
1: brilliant. There's a guy. Yeah, have you ever looked into his life,
0: Vince McMahon's? Nah, dude, he that guy's had such a fun
1: life. I mean, yeah, I, there's been its trials and tribulations, but dude, he he was wrestling and he 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 runs it. But then he gets to play on stage as well and be you know the bad corporate executive mm. type of guy. It, it's it's like playing and kiss, yeah. You know? <laughs> Here's, here's what,
0: okay, here's what Eric Casado sent in. Wait, I got uh, that. I don't have the hold on. I don't have this one, man. Like I've got him I've got him doing the blotted out one. Oh wait, okay. okay. No, I got it. Wait, where's that 199 one? You you didn't go
1: to podcast uh assistant training school at your MBA
0: program, did you? No, well, that might have been an actually that, that, worthwhile see, if you
1: had that. Yeah, that the <laughs> Gosh, isn't that true? How think about this? Like, just a basics 101 seminar on podcasting, like, okay, bandwidth, things like that. You know, you go in for a day seminar, like, how do you become a podcaster? Dude, that, that, actually, was,
0: that was way, way, way more useful than the business ethics class I got a oh, yeah. C minus in. I, it would
1: have been, seriously, the, the we've said it before don't go to business school, but Mm-mm. seriously, a, a one day seminar on podcasting is going to prove more helpful in your career. Uh, than most business school and business classes.
0: I'm going to go a little bit further. Mm -hmm. You know, undergrad, business, whatever, make sure you concentrate in something useful. Like, I don't know, accounting. Do not get your MBA. Your MBA, no. No, 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 no. Well,
1: don't you have to kind of get it now to sit for the CPA or can you get like a-
0: You can do a master's. You can do a master's where you only have to be there for one year. Don't do the two-year MBA. Don't do that. Okay. Mm -hmm.
1: Eric Casado, $9. How to become an MB, MD with a low GPA? Well, you got to get to med school.
0: Well, it reminds me of that joke. What do you call the, you know, this one. What do you call the person who finished last in med school? A dentist. <laughs> oh, no, a <laughs> doctor. doctor, doctor uh, well, I didn't want to, we got a good a, friend who might not. Look, I yeah. know he'd
1: appreciate that joke. That's uh, that's what, what do you call somebody flunked out of med school? A dentist. A dentist. <laughs> what do you call the lowest GPA who graduated from med school? Doctor. Right. Doctor. Yeah. No, you just get
0: um you just you
1: apply to med school. If you don't get into med school, then you don't
0: go. Actually, they the places in like the Virgin Islands and some of the other places, you don't have to do very well in undergrad to get go to med school there, from what I mm-hmm. understand.
1: What um hang on, we got our buddy Atham in the house here. Let me hit the can here real quick. Disco devil. I just wanna do we have this one which uh, Disco Devil is next. Is is he next?
0: Uh, I think so. Hold on one second. Uh, All right. Let me hit the can. I'll be back in a second. All right? All right. Uh. In honor of Kenny Rogers, who passed away earlier this week, I think you know what I'm about to sing. You got to know when to hold Know when to fold them, know when to walk away, know when to run. You got to count your money when you're sitting at the table. There'll be time enough for counting when the dealing's done on a warm summer night. I don't know the words besides the chorus, but man, I was actually pretty big Kenny Rogers fan. Um, I kind of hate that his death got lost in all this Corona chad and bullshit. It's, I don't know. That was me. I used to, from the ages of one to five, I was in Texas. And so, you know, my parents like Kenny Rogers. And I remember that when I was little hearing his songs. So, yeah. Yeah kind of weird to have the floor. Um what beer should I get after this one? I got a Stone IPA here and I'm going to have one more. Um but I have a I stocked myself up with beer because I was like if I can't go anywhere, I may as well get drunk at home or on a podcast. Uh yeah. Corona Extra. <laughs> nice you know i don't i've never liked coronas um Woo-hoo, oh good you're born back. again Woo, who's up hey home, huh? uh, were you, so just one thing i hate that this got la- get, got lost and all this dumb virus shit mm-hmm. did you ever like kenny rogers the musician
1: is it he still alive
0: mm, he died earlier this week really oh
1: yeah I, I and it kind of got show.
0: lost and all this stuff oh so,
1: no i didn't i so didn't bad. um who was the one, know when to hold them, when to fold them? That's Kenny Rogers, man. Is that Kenny Rogers? were taking a-
0: Yeah, while you were taking a piss, I sang that chorus. Oh, poor guy. Yeah. All right. Well,
1: yeah. No, I I, I I, didn't hate his
0: music. It's a uh, good song. Yeah. I've karaoke'd it before while drunk and other stuff. So.
1: <laughs> uh, if you go to LA, pay me a visit. I'm your second biggest fan. I should do an LA thing because there's Luis out there um, who is the Mexican or Latino version of Chris Speckloff. And, uh, oh. yeah, he's, uh, he's like into comic books and video games and stuff like that. And then he's, he's not that far away from Elena, who is Chris Beckloff's, uh, destined wife, future wife. Oh yeah. They're like totally perfect for each other. But the problem is they're so perfect for each other. What's their favorite thing to do?
0: Sit around and watch comic books. Stay in and not go or anywhere. Read comic books? <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> not, comic. not go anywhere. So stay at home. So he's in Philadelphia and she's over in LA. So.
0: Well, there this you go. Is, but this is the greatest time for people who like to do that because now we're in the majority.
1: Oh yeah, they're um, they're doing fine. They're having a grand old time. Like they're not panicked at all. But I'm just saying for love, for them to ever get married and name their children Aaron and Aaron and Aaron, that's not gonna happen because they, they'd have to like get out of the house and one has to go to the
0: other or something. Or meet in Nebraska, perhaps one of the two. Can I share something personal with you? <laughs> well, me and only the entire internet. Yeah, all 34 of us watching right now. All 34, right, right. Just real quick. There's, the, I told you something a little bit about this on the phone you know, a night or two ago. Mm-hmm. There's this one client of mine who, from the beginning, I was like, yeah, she totally wants more than just me to do her taxes. Mm-hmm. And um, so it was only a couple of weeks ago where we our paths crossed for the first time. <laughs> so... This is funny. Wait wait
1: wait, only 2 weeks ago your paths crossed the first time? So
0: I met her a couple weeks ago in my office. Uh-huh. Yeah, to okay. do her taxes. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right, you haven't known her for years. No no no, like no, a... no, oh, okay. no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Yeah. All right. So, you know, we actually had plans to hang out. I was like working a lot of hours beginning of March whatever, and um it so was like, yeah, you know, I'm working late, you know, X night, but yeah, let's get a drink after that. Well, guess when they decided to close all the bars and restaurants oh, in that City night. Chicago. So what we have done, and I guess you can make fun of me for this if you want, is we'll like we'll basically do this like what we're doing now, except we'll be just be sitting here drinking and like it's almost like we are at the bar, but we have Without to do it noise. At home. Yeah. So Mike, and I'm like, hey, this counts as a date, doesn't it? And she's like, Hell yeah. So my new argument is. Why not just do that If instead of going to, like, a, l- a loud, annoying bar, you know, when you're first... Mr. Elkins, I have a question. Sure. Mr. Elkins, uh, uh, why don't you just go
1: to her place or she come to your place for a cocktail?
0: Well, I thought if I had been a little forward like that, maybe it wouldn't have been a great idea, but to oh, answer... Now, now is not the time. You're saying that that's... Uh- but to spoil the ending, I think that time... is probably coming (laughs) oh i see so this was quote your first date and it had to be online but we've had two or three uh two we've had two of these now you see what i'm saying yeah i i think you can move to the next stage we're gonna have
1: to start coming up with negative base numbers because like you didn't even get to first base here but to go online to meet on a date that's got like negative third base and then negative second base would be like you're on your second date (laughs) what but
0: you know what Two things. One, we weren't allowed to go out anywhere. I
1: understand. I understand. And two,
0: and we kind of fleshed this out when we were texting. She likes to do the same sh- stuff that uh, Beckloff and that girl you just mentioned, and even really? to some ex- and even to some extent, I like to sit here and drink. I'm doing it right now, so she's like cool with it. I'm cool with it. So is she also into comic books and the things like Beckloff and. World she's Class not that person? much of a. dork, Oh, no. okay. She does oh, like. Oh. Well, she does like Disney a lot, and I was like, really. But yeah, there's a good story for that, but I won't share it because I, I have yeah. only the
1: utmost of faith. This will have the same level of success as the previous girls in your life.
0: I have, I have the the highest of hopes. Well, plot twists, those always ended in something good. <laughs> um,
1: I, 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 I'm not saying the journey wasn't worth the path you took. I'm just saying <laughs> the destination. It just well. It,
0: uh, well, then, before we move on, let me hit you with this: um, hmm. late twenties. We're politically aligned, and well, I feel pretty good about it. So anyway,
1: <clears throat> the, the fact you you have someone who's politically aligned already puts that woman, a, especially in Chicago, in a very rare category. Um, if I recall right. correctly, she is a professional. She does have a real job. Oh yeah. Okay, so that's legit too. Um, yeah. yeah, man. No, it, it, all the si- all the stars are looking good. They're all looking very good. I just I, there's always. This- S- speaking speaking of women, cha- people changing, but this is, I know women who are like all big time conservative, and now they're raging feminists. They're raging feminists. So I, it it could be she's just taking the 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 shape of the glass that you want her to have,
0: dude. That's no, not it. Okay, um, she's legit. Right, she lives at home, and she doesn't. You know what? But I, I I I know. Okay. All right. She doesn't have to. She's doing it to help out. Oh, she, remember, okay. I know what she makes. Like, she does not have to do this. Okay. So that's good. That's good that she's
1: all right. Everything looks great. Yeah. Just, you know, don't don't get your heart. We didn't like it when your dauber was I down know. the last
0: time. Yeah. Like, I know. Yeah. But I guess, you know, I was thinking about this the other day. It's like, why should I be pissed off what's happening right now with like not being able to go out and do anything? Because I seem to be thriving in this environment, even right it- now, included. It's it's the it's it, it's adapting. It's adapting to a new environment. That's what it is. And I'm sure we'll be
1: fine. And then you know, I was I saw some kids. I drove out to St. Paul earlier today, and these kids were on their bikes. I'm like, these kids are going to remember this as the happiest summer ever because it's basically two summers. They got spring and summer off, and they're they're just going to re- look back at it fondly. Like remember that time the adults said to go home. We could study online. We did our homework in an hour. Then we went out and played the entire time because our mom was drinking heavily because we were there.
0: It's- I got to admit, I feel a little bit weird being one of the few people who hopes this thing like never ends or at least doesn't end for a long time.
1: You, What would you do without going to like O'Shaughnessy's or the Golden
0: Nugget? Well, oh, fuck. I, I mean... We'll have people over. One of us we can always go to other people's places. Someone All can right. pick up some beer. Somebody cooks some burgers, you know. You know, that's what they do in Finland because everything's so expensive.
1: Everyone just goes to each other's house. There's no going out in the Nordic countries, you know. I mean I, it's expensive, but you can do it.
0: Well, I'm failing to see a negative. Obviously, this isn't gonna last forever, but you know, there's a lot of positives to it. Yeah, yeah. So well, there's our buddy Atham. Yeah, you can't see that farting see teddy bear, but I assure you it is there <laughs> in the chat. you take a
1: screenshot of it and send it to me?
0: Uh, I'll do it right now. Okay. Uh, Print screen. <laughs> I'll tee that up for you, but yeah, it's uh, it's there. Uh-oh. Hey, Safety Doc is in the podcast. Safety Doc.
1: Yep. Dr. David Peroden over at Safety PHE. John Steele is in the house.
0: Oh, you didn't see that earlier, yeah? John's uh, John's hanging out. Yeah, I kind of just screen for the
1: for the donations because uh, I don't want to. Ray John's here too. Oh, is there he? he is. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't see him. Ray John's a communist. No, you're not, Ray John. <laughs> if you're a communist, you wouldn't be able to tolerate
0: this podcast. Um. Okay. Uh, so who's next? Oh. Oh. Okay. That is Ray John. Yeah. I didn't even see that. Uh, Joshua Landrum for $2. Keep the beard, Chad. Millennial biatches. Love it 100%. What do you think? Somebody, listen, the last time we um, were doing this, Mm -hmm. I like to read the comments. Somebody somebody in there, it's like, he looks like a hipster, you know, insulting word here, insulting Mm -hmm. word there. Personally, I think this looks pretty good when I maintain it, but I don't need to maintain it because I'm not doing anything. So,
1: right. If you get a good five o'clock shadow or a trim beard, it's good. But if you get this standard millennial thing. At, if it, you
0: saw me two days ago, you would have been like, that looks really good. Okay. I'm just cool. saying, yeah, I'll keep it maintained. Um, and,
1: and, and you know, Chad, yeah, you want a buck 80, 5'4", liberal <laughs> arts, tatted up, nose
0: pierced millennial girl, right? Millennial girls love it, right? I hope she's from the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. And uh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Disco Devil, $2. Seriously, try LA because traffic is slow. I have (laughs) money. (laughs) What?
1: Well, I think everyone's saving money because you can't go out to the bars or the restaurants.
0: Right. Yeah. Again, how is this a bad thing? I get it that, you know, people are losing their jobs, blah, blah, blah. But I'm sorry. In my personal, you know... Solipsistic world. I feel bad for
1: the service industry, so I go. I go to this coffee store, and I, I always go in and, and and buy an espresso, and you know, give them a tip um, because they're open. I, I like espresso, um, but yeah, it, it's I can't spend my money on restaurants. restaurants.
0: There's no bars anymore. You can technically get carryout where we are, probably where you are. Yeah,
1: but see, then then you're facing, why do I want to stand and wait that long for the carryout when I just go to a fast food joint or go to the grocery store at the deli and get it?
0: Dude, this is what I was doing. That ABC interview, all I did was be like, yeah, it really sucks for my service clients, <laughs> <laughs> but my life's going great.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's going wonderful. Um, uh, LA traffic is slow. I think we're caught up. Cool. Um, Yeah. Well, this is the this is
0: the slower chat.
1: We're on the older brother channel. Oh, right, right. And not that many
0: people tune in. Yeah, twenty-eight watching. I get relegated to this. I see how it is. (laughs) Well, the uh, the
1: my main channel, the Clary podcast. That thing gets two hundred fifty regularly
0: now. Um, yeah, we should do another stream about how dating sucks. You'll get the whole internet paying attention to. Well, you. I,
1: but how how many times do you want to do that? I mm-hmm. I was just appalled that. It, no, it, I'm with you. What was new about it is how bad the situation is. Every time I think it's about as bad as it can get, and I've accurately diagnosed it, and, and then I get data that makes it even worse, and it it, uh, it shocked me um and that's that's why i did that podcast um but yeah i also want to build up this channel as well so if you guys haven't subscribed go ahead and subscribe to this one and uh i will always tweet out and facebook out uh when i'm podcasting whether it's on this channel or the other one but yeah this is kind of like the backup channel and not as cursy and kind of nicer um but i do and i i have a second brand called older brother so i i and we, i've been not out of want or desire, but I've been neglecting the older brother stuff simply because I've been too busy with all this other stuff just keeping up with the news and everything.
0: Mm. Um I think Ray John gave us another one here. Yeah. Um shout outs to my buddies Kevin, Brandon, Alan, Marcus, Chris, DK. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out. These, are all, the watching. Guys.
1: These are all the the uh the brothers we got there. Um well let us go to an article that I found. Would you like
0: some good news? Um, can I? Is there? Are we going to be on here enough time where I can have another? Or are you thinking go off? Soon? Well, pour yourself another. I mean, we're, we'll we'll okay. end
1: when we are not going to go
0: that long. But you then you got half a beer left. Sure, I'll be right. You should back. You totally back. drink by yourself. All right, we'll see you later. I do try to not to do that. <laughs> Little does he realize he is drinking by himself. Oh,
1: my God, if this has come to that where it's like, well, as long as somebody's on the Internet with me, I'm not drinking by myself. Uh, I guess we might as well go through the sponsors while Chad is away. Uh, The Catholic Red Red Pill by James DePrisco. If you happen to be Catholic or you know somebody who is Catholic and needs the red pill because feminism has infiltrated the Catholic Church, uh, unplug them. Get them the Catholic Red Pill written by James DePrisco. You can find that on Amazon.com. I'm going to put a link to a seminar, an online seminar, obviously, because we can't do them in. Person anymore, but uh, David Barnett over at businessbuyeradvantage.com. Uh, he has a seminar coming up. Uh, we're going to have the show on Monday, not the seminar, but we're going to have a show talking about buying property or not property businesses in a recessionary time, which is usually the better time to do it. You don't want to buy it when business is booming, you want it when they're desperate and bleeding money. <clears throat> and they save no money because they spend it all on a $60,000 truck. Um, so that will be coming up. But I provide the link there below to that seminar. Um, this isn't the word here. Here we are. Uh, there's How Not to Become a Millennial. That book is available for sale. Uh, written originally by me, edited And audited. By Vince Barrick and published by Vince. Take a look at that. If you are a recovering millennial and you want to figure out how to salvage basically the last half of your life because you've obviously pissed away the first how you were lied to and everything else, too. If you hate boomers, there's seven whole chapters that just rip the boomers apart for the shit that they were. If you are a Gen Zer, that's what the book was originally intended to do to say, look at this destruction in front of you, fellow Gen Zers. Do you want to make that mistake? No, you don't. Learn from the mistake of the millennials. And then anybody else out there who likes the politics and economics and philosophy of like God almighty, look at what we did. We tested every major sociological communist socialist. We don't need basically the, the main test, the main sociological test was we don't need dads. That was we don't need the nuclear family. And, um, the millennials are the first generation to pretty, I know, I know Gen X, right? I got it. I got it. But we're like that small. And we don't really, we're just a theory. We're a myth. Gen X is a myth. Uh, but the, you want to see the first generation brought up on a steady diet of the government is your savior and socialism. You look at the millennials, they're, they're so duped and brainwashed. They think socialism is the answer when all they followed was socialism. <laughs> So, get that book. It's uh, very intellectually stimulating and it's something to read while you're all quarantined. Uh, Better Bachelor, go to Better Bachelor over on YouTube. Visit Joker. He's got, uh, he is the jazz station of the red pill community. (laughs) And they get uh, the rest of my books, which includes Reconnaissance Man. What's this one underneath here? Enjoy the Decline, Bachelor Pad Economics, Curse of the High IQ, Worthless, The Black Man's Got Out of Poverty, and my best of books. I'll show you them here. Seriously, if you're looking for something to read, some of my best work is just the uh the the best of my blog. Get that one. Uh Love Letters to the Left. It it's in a, not all my best work is uh is books or I'm sorry, uh titled books. It's just the compendium of my best blog posts. Secret Jack Napier's reading through those. He uh he uh wants to read through them and do a review. So that's uh kind of nice of him. And then, oh, uh, The Pen's Principle, written by Randy Bentwick. Basically, how not to become me-tooed. Adam Piggott's website, Pushing Rubber Downhill. There's a podcast you guys can binge on and uh, 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 a book to read by the same name, Pushing Rubber Downhill. Uh, Check out the website, the book, and the podcast by Adam Piggott. P-I-G-G-O-T-T-I-S-G-A-Y uh academiccomposition.com since everyone's taking classes online how the heck are teachers going to know if somebody else wrote your paper and you should it's true. have you should have a dude you know this is serious Chad do you know how many professors and grad students and you know masters and doctoral candidates uh have hired academic composition
0: <laughs> i mean at least they know what it's
1: really like in these environments. These nobody gives a shit. I'm sure you got no. one or two percent of the professors out there that are old school and care. I'm not saying going and say, yeah, I paid someone else to write this paper. These got all of academia is fucking bullshit. They're all scum.
0: The They're, MBA professors we had to their credit, they basically didn't care if you were cheating. They were basically like, just make sure we can't figure out that you right, did. Right. Yeah.
1: And and what was commonplace, at least. Uh, until people figured it out in 10 seconds was people would just copy and paste uh, a paper Wait, they found yeah. on the, ed- yeah, on the internet until someone could Google it and find that paper on it. The- These are authentically written new pa- uh, papers. So hire academiccomposition.com to write your papers for you. Or if you want to be a writer, Alex is always hiring. Go to academiccomposition.com contact Alex, tell him Cappy sent you. If you're a client, tell him Cappy sent you. And uh, he's always looking for marketers and writers. Chad is writing about Marxist, international, intersectionalism, poor woman, man, bad,
0: vagina power. Is that fun? I mean, in a millennial ironic sense, it could be. But for me, no, that's not fun at all. It's not
1: fun writing other people's papers, but it's a way to make money remotely. So if you happen to be one of these unfortunate people who are laid off, but you can write because you went to college and you majored in the liberal arts, you know, that now now this is, you know, another silver lining of the great and merciful Corona Chan. You don't have to physically work <laughs> at a place, but you can write papers for Alex. Seriously, he should he should see a flood of uh, people applying. Um, we have da, 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 da. Poor Rich's retirement. We did wrong. Oh, ba, da, ba. The League of Extraordinary Podcasters. We got 405media.com. Since everybody's you're gonna want to tune in, you're gonna want to have a lot more podcasters. Here we go. 405media.com, Financial Survival Network.com, Silvio Contos Conto Talk, C-A-N-T-O, O'Shea Jackson over on YouTube, TJ Martinell.com, World Class blo- Bullshitters, BlackBrigade.org, the Masculine Geeks on YouTube, entrepreneurs and cars. Who's that guy, Chad?
0: Oh, Mr. Richard Cooper. Oh, is that Richard? Co- is that that guy? Oh, okay, I've he's got he some was. good. Say. You've maybe you've been on him once or twice. Um, I may have heard a thing or two of, from him uh, about the masculine geeks. Do you think their channel is going to come back or what's? No, no, um... no, they
1: just got one video taken down. That's all.
0: Oh, okay. I thought their yeah. channel like
1: no, not their their channel's fine. But I they've here's the thing. They switched to Periscope, and I think they're going to BitChute. and I, mm. I think that's what's going to happen. Is what's, once BitChute Bitshoot gets streaming capacity, a lot of people are just going to abandon YouTube because they're sick and tired of this bipolar, constantly changing behavior, constantly changing the rules, bullshit that happens. And it's, it's just like, it's like dating a, a a nagging school mom, you know, and it's the only woman. And it's just like, anything is better than this. And they're just like, I, I have to be able to reach out to my audience are, are you going to really going to nitpick me? You're going to be like those Christian nut jobs in the 80s and, and and like say darn is a curse word. We're not. OK, fine. Yeah. It's
0: the right to censor.
1: Safetyphd.com, our good buddy, Dr. David Perodin, uh who predicted this rather admirably. He, he's been 100% right so far. He was in the um, chat
0: for a while. Yeah, he was he in the is. chat. He yeah. still is. Yep. Yeah. yeah, he
1: is. He is. He was spot on. Our good buddy, the goddamn bacon, over at the goddamn bacon dot com. The school sucks project. Uh, who else am I missing? Oh, let me add uh, Jack Napier, Jack Napier, and Ryan Stone. Let's throw those two in there. Those are buddies. I online. like Ryan Stone. I uh, unfortunately haven't had time to listen to him um, with all this stuff. Now I might. Might be able, but when he's been on uh, other people's shows, he is very anchored and very experienced, like very wise for his age. I think it was his upbringing as military service, but he'll make these points that I'm like, wow, that is very mature and precise and act and, 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 uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, <clears throat> measured. If that's, I, I know that sounds like a very boring, non complimentary, adjective but it is a very it's a measured response uh he's he's very polished uh, he critically thinks about things it may not be the sexy answer but it, you think about that, like yeah he's right um so i, I probably should tune into just his show but i usually all listen to all those han so it's like ah right, i get everybody you know it's like a, it's a buffet it's a buffet well, there, of
0: red pills i you I don't even know if you pay attention to this. They used to have some show. I know it's not the Redman group. They have some other show, but I, I don't see it where I think they've all.
1: Uh, um, rule
0: zero. Yeah. That's rule the little zero.
1: Yep. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. So,
0: um,
1: And you know what? That's it for the sponsors. So we got, we got all those and, and everything in there. Uh, let's go through the rest of the super chats. So I we think
0: know. we just have one more. We got time. one more. Good. Go, then I could go to this good news. Uh, Joshua Landrum for $2. Guys, while quarantining, study for new certification. It's good advice.
1: You know what? I got an article out there. I'll put this
0: in the chat
1: room where I go through a list of everything you can do from getting your will, living, and your estate will, um, getting certifications, online degrees, uh, getting an IRA account, buying cars, buying houses, buying phones, buying motorcycles because it's on the cheap carpentry everything is actually quite a comprehensive list i wrote it this morning it is now in the chat room so you guys can click on that and certification is certainly one of those things
0: just real quick because you said ira now the, the irs extended the filing deadline to july 15th you still have to contribute to your ira by april 15th in case anyone's yeah so i uh I'm gonna throw a little bit more money into the IRA for myself. So, oh well make sure to tell me you know <laughs> yeah
1: this time I will I'll tell you about that unlike <laughs> the most horrible mistake I've ever made.
0: I have not changed anything okay all right would you like some humor? I'm more into the sullen right now yeah let's get something funny all right so so this is this is funny not only because
1: it's funny but it's funny because people are suffering and it's triply funny <laughs> because the people who are suffering fucking deserve it because they're assholes all right oh. you could say it's even quadruply funny because the people writing about this suffering of assholes thinks this is a serious thing like they actually believe this shit mm. so it's like four levels of idiots we're gonna make fun of okay but they won't know we're making fun of them because they're they're that steeped in it uh from people's world .org. This is a communist workers uh, website of which this con- this thing has no comments. Venezuela announces six month rent suspension, suspension guarantees workers wages, bans layoffs. And I'm trying to figure out if, if peoplesworld.org, now that I think about it, before we go any further, let me make sure it's not a spoof site. Peoplesworld.org. Let
0: me check that out.
1: <clears throat> uh, about... Progressive change. Oh, here we go. People'sworld.org. Successor to the daily workers, a Marxist and American leftist national day. Okay, so it's legit. It's legit. Um
0: why the hell do they have our governor on there? God.
1: <sighs> Who cares? Uh so the title on Venezuela announces six month rent suspension guarantees workers' wages, bans lays, layoffs.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm looking at it. <laughs> right. Why why is this funny? I mean, I think it's funny because they're acting like they are legit trying to figure out this problem when they've been in the tank for how long? <laughs> Here, there's so many hypocrisies. One, you're a communist country. You shouldn't
1: have rent. Uh, two, <laughs> <clears throat> what workers wages? You guys are in a crippling economic depression. Yeah. And, and, and your currency is worthless and yep. you're going to ban layoffs. <laughs> for what? Who's working? Is there anyone working? This is the country that's eating their pets. This is the one where if you're lucky, your daughter's cute enough to go to Colombia and whore herself out and send money back home. Uh, Marietta, Venezuela. The Venezuelan government announced a series of measures on Sunday in an attempt to protect the population from the economic effects of the coronavirus. How about (laughs) communism? How about you do something like that? (laughs) Speaking on live televised address to those who had actual electricity. I added that part. President Nicolas Maduro instructed that all commercial residential rent, as well as all capital and loan interest payments, are to be suspended for six months. That will solve it. (laughs) Public and private sector workers will receive a special government bonus of worthless paper currency, and wages of small and mid-sized companies will be paid by the state until September. A pre-existing workplace stability decree has also been extended until the end of the year, outlawing job dismissals as a result of the quarantine Loan appeals by small and medium businesses are to be fast-tracked, and a special agricultural investment plan will look to guarantee the contents of the subsidized local food production and provision committee's CLAP food boxes for a reported 7 million families. Telecommunication companies have also been barred from cutting off customers for six months. Upon unveiling the measures, Maduro promised to use all of his power and consciousness to protect jobs and the most vulnerable in society during the quarantine lockdown well, grassroots organizations such as the Tenants Movement applauded the measures. Business leaders such as Alan Sellis, president of the Venezuelan Industry Confederate. Why are they? Why are you even trying to run a business in Venezuela? Get the fuck out. Uh, they fall short. seals also highlighted the need to end the acute sh- fuel shortages in the country in order to restart the economy. Uh, Chad, what do you know about Venezuela, even though you and I are not grand geopoliticians?
0: I know that uh, this is the most telling comment I can give. While the world is getting fatter, the average weight of the citizen in Venezuela has gone down by something like 10, 15 pounds in the last few years. Let's talk about the fuel shortage. What's the problem there? So Venezuela has ample opportunity to actually make up for that shortage.
1: <laughs> you I think th- it's like the Conoranco or Cono, Conocono basin or something like that. Mm-hmm. They have plenty of fuel. They so have just, just- a, you, you just you just stole all the pe- You stole not only the physical assets of all the people who have the the technology and equipment to do it you also took away or have taxed away the highly skilled labor who are the only people who know how to take that advanced technology and pull and refine the oil out of the ground. And what I love, I guarantee we don't have to do this, but Chad, if we go to the Venezuelan government website, assuming it's up because of electricity (laughs) and we go through there, you know, the heads departments and the leaders, do you think any of them worked a real job or just a bunch of fucking communist pieces of parasitic shit who just thought the, the 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 oil just pulls itself out of the ground. Do you think any of them actually worked in the oil field, like were a mechanic or a petroleum engineer?
0: See, what disturbs me about that question is, can't you pose it to the same situation in our own country? But we didn't take British Petroleum. I'm
1: sorry, Amoco, but that was bought by British, but they're British. We didn't take ExxonMobil. We didn't take Texaco. We didn't right. take their assets, and then we didn't tax the engineers who pulled the shit out of the ground right. at 80%. Yeah. We right. say, hey, keep, keep the majority of your profits, albeit it's only around 60%. Keep the, keep the more or less majority of your profits and keep pulling that shit out of the ground. These guys came in there, and, and here's the thing. No offense to Venezuelans. You guys don't have an educated enough workforce. That's why you need to pull in Western engineers and Western technology and Western companies to go and invest and develop your oil fields. So what do you think the Venezuelan government did? I guarantee you, Halliburton, um, what's it called? Exxon Mobil, British Petroleum, Aramco. Sitco was a big one. Citgo is their their, uh, state-owned. Yeah. uh, Yeah. But- What did they do with all the equipment and investment and and, uh, properties that those oil companies invested in in Venezuela? What did they do with that?
0: Well, I mean, they obviously tried to seize it or they did. They didn't didn't try. They just took it. They just took it. Yeah. They just took it. Now,
1: guess what state of repair those machines are in?
0: Oh, I'd say they're probably as good as the last apartment I lived in's basement, which hadn't been looked at in decades because <laughs> here's the thing about what
1: few communists are listening you guys are talentless fucks you don't know how to change your oil let alone know how to set up an oil rig or an oil drill and in order to do that you need to go to school for four years minimum sometimes eight and then you need to let and you need to compensate people for that but now you all want to go to poetry slams and bitch and whine about patriarchy and capitalism and somehow that's going to get the oil out of the ground None of you fucks want to work. I get it. Okay, cool. Enjoy being poor. That's it. And I I just get a kick out of, we're we're already in a horrible economic recession in Venezuela. A crippling depression is what it is in Venezuela. Yeah. Like any of these measures are going to do anything. And the, the, what I find hilarious is why is there rent? This is supposed to be a socialist utopia. Everything should be free. Why are there wages? Why do you have to ban layoffs? Why are there layoffs, period? You guys got to figure it out. You're Venezuela, the latest and greatest communist country to hit the scene. And it, it's The fact they have to have rent and they have wages and they have to ban layoffs, what does that tell you about the nature of humanity, the economic nature of humanity? I'll give you another hint. Why,
0: why were blue jeans sold in the Soviet Union when they were banned? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, just because you ban something doesn't mean there's not going to be an underground market. Right? It, makes, it makes something more popular. If you ban something, it makes it Right. More we ban drugs. It still makes it here in the United States. So there's, there's
1: the banning. Ph- but what does that tell you about human nature?
0: Well, human nature <laughs> doesn't give a crap if you're going to ban something. What is the default economic state of human
1: nature? How do we behave? Of all the oh, isms selfishly. out there, which is called, you could say selfishly, it's called self-interest. Self-interest. Yeah. What do we call that?
0: I mean, is is that technically what capitalism is? Or that's what capitalism is. Yeah. I'm going to take care of myself. I'm like, you know, you
1: don't break laws. You can't put you know, pollutants in the water, things like that. <clears throat> but even in communist countries, somehow the laws of free market economics still peak their head up somehow. Communist <laughs> government says no jeans, no blue jeans. Wow, there's blue jeans still getting in there somehow. United States, even though we're relatively capitalist, we have a government, oh, no drugs. Oh, people still pay and supply drugs.
0: At least I mean, Illinois figured it out. <laughs> well, but
1: it's like, look, Throughout all of human history, human self-interest and self-progress is what's everyone's had, uh, because it makes it's logical, it's survival. Do you want to build your your economic system based on that? Or do you want to build it on what a what some hairy armpitted boomer quanta ha from 1968 who read the communist manifesto uh, thought an economic system would look like?
0: Did you read this whole article? There's this one part I'm looking at where I'm shaking my head. It says over 13,000 doctors are currently carrying out house-to-house medical visits and 2 million diagnosis tests are due to be performed next week. Why the hell would you study to become a doctor in, in a country like that? Well, keep, keep in
1: mind... Um... It wasn't until Hugo Chavez took over 20 years ago. It's been a I mean, while. yeah. It's been a while, but I mean, I'm sure there's still some doctors left over and now keep in mind, they killed and eliminated or silenced all the capitalists. And so you have a whole generation mm-hmm. and during Hugo Chavez's time, Venezuela wasn't doing too bad because of high oil prices. Right. And so they weren't doing too bad. And he got a bunch of in flood investment because all oh, the communists will pay us back. Like they always do. Yeah. It's like, I don't know how many times you got to see Argentina. Um, but uh, what was I going with this? The investment.
0: Um, Basically capitalism, no matter how socialist communist you try to make your Oh, society. no, here,
1: I was going with the doctors, the doctors. Um, oh, there's, yeah.
0: There's still a generation of doctors who were educated in
1: those. But, mm-hmm. but now you have a generation of doctors who are brought up under Hugo Chavez that believe mm-hmm. in this hokey pokey Karl Marx bullshit. And mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to, you know, they think they're all Che Guevara because he was a doctor too. And they are going to save all the, well, if I have fun, have fun. If you really want to save lives, you know what you do in Venezuela.
0: You freaking get rid of the system and let people you get rid of communism. Have private property. You have you have rule of law, but you know. I, I gotta I gotta read this one line just because I think it'll make you laugh. Um, very end of the article. Finally, the government has demanded that U.S. authorities lift unilateral unilateral sanctions against Venezuela, albeit for 48 hours, to allow for the return of 200 Venezuelans currently stranded in the United States. (laughs) Yeah, they're begging to get back to. I bet you, yeah, they 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 want to eat their cats. Yeah, (laughs)
1: American cats cats aren't as good as uh, Venezuelan cats. Mm. So I just want to read. We don't have to read the rest of it. um, No, no, no. You know, all you all you white people in the first world who like point and try and defend Venezuela as people are dying and starving, go fuck yourselves! You're yeah. just evil, spoiled little brats. You're the epitome of privilege.
0: It's crazy. Uh,
1: our buddy oh. Athan for two bucks. He's got a simple solution.
0: Oh, I have a, <laughs> I have an idea. Let's ban the coronavirus. There we go. See well that's why when i run around the park it says this is a gun-free zone it's like yeah. oh now i feel relieved there you go we just <laughs> dude why didn't we think of that if only athel must have gone to college but, uh,
1: mm, still uh, going. that's it you want to call it a night
0: well it's i still have night. i still have three quarters of a beer but you'll, be, you fine. Interest, you'll be fine you'll
1: be fine call yeah. up your girlfriend call up your digital waifu she already
0: texted me goodnight. Oh. Well,
1: set, send me a picture of her on, on, on text
0: or something, all right? I want to see, like... If it... if you'll do another five minutes of show, I'll text you a picture of her. Why do I have to do another five minutes of show? I want to at least get this down to halfway. What do you care?
1: You're not going to become an alcoholic. You're going to drink it anyway, whether I'm here or not.
0: Can't disagree with that. All right, all
1: right. <laughs> Hang on. I had another one. Yeah, do you have any more articles? <clears throat> Here, I'll also, text I you. also want to go. Uh The traffic, we did. Uh, oh, uh, you ever been fit? Uh, fitted for a suit? Sure. Yeah.
0: When's the last time you were fitted for a suit? It's a good question. I'm gonna say it's 2020, three years ago. How about well, that? Recent? Yeah, that recent. Oh, at at um, <clears throat> it's been over a decade for me. Really?
1: Yeah. And there's a. I go get my cheap suits at uh, KNG. Um and if any of the brothers in the Twin Cities are listening, they know exactly what I'm talking cuz that's predominantly where the brothers go and get their suits. Now, what's great about KNG? Dirt cheap. You can get this is where you can get like a purple suit with gold tassels if you want, <laughs> okay? You, you get a pimp suit. But then they got more than ample selection of standard business suits, some nice going out suits. So, and people kind of give you guff if you go to KNG, but it's like, dude, they got nice suits. And you know what else they got? What else they got? They got tailors in the back. Mm. So they take your so even though it's like kind of a big warehouse soup, they got the tailors and whether it was Nate's clothing, which is no longer in business, or you went to KG, I liked when I was going to get fitted for a suit, it was always because things were good economic times and it was a rare treat. And to be waited on like that, even though they're just taking your measurements, it was like this nice experience. I have only fond memories sure. of the rare times I went to get. Uh, fitted for suits but now related to corona chan and all that
0: when's the last time you wore a suit to work dude i haven't worn a suit for work since 2013 14 i i don't think i'm ever gonna have to buy a new suit again because i got plenty of suits but
1: i won't wear them out because i'm not going to work in a suit anymore
0: but you like to dress up i know that i do i do the one time I visited you, remember, I brought the suit, and that was the most recent one that I'd had tailored. And we right. ended up dressing up and going out. So there's right, but there. but from my banking days, I have I have an
1: inventory of suits I'm probably never going to wear through.
0: Yeah, because banking, they always made you. Dress yeah, up they made today.
1: but yeah, but even when I was younger, like in the olden days for swing dancing and salsa dancing, you put on a suit, you would dress up sure. very nice. Well, I don't go out anymore, uh, not to nightclubs anyway. Uh, and I'm just thinking, like, wow. And I'll wear a suit occasionally to dress up for dinner, but the, I think the the days of going and getting tailored for a suit are gone because people, dude. Beforehand, I already had this observation: like, people working online, people don't even wear suits to work anymore. It's all business casual. Millennials yeah. are coming online with their fucking discs put in their nose and their earlobes. They're not going to wear. They don't even know how to tie a tie. Yeah. But that those days are coming where it's like you don't go in. And that's the other th- another thing I like about K and G. There's always a very polished dapper elder gentleman uh, with the measuring tape. Yeah, hello, sir. And, and, uh, what can I help you? It's just, just like this grandpa figure, like this father figure you'd kind of look to. And he was always dressed real sharp. And, uh, that is, that is going to be gone. And I don't even know if a generation is going to have that anymore where you go. It's like, and it's also a guy thing. Like girls, aren't there buying suits? It's all guys. And so that, that experience is gone or never to be experienced by, by an entire generation of men.
0: No, well, you're always going to have the holdouts who refuse to submit to this, you know, tennis shoes and <laughs> jeans. And you know, what was that look in the nineties? You wear jeans, but you wear a sport coat like mm, terrible. Oh, that was the comedian look.
1: That was like Seinfeld. Yeah, Seinfeld Den- is Den- no tennis
0: Miller Seinfeld. Right. But, right. Yeah. Yeah. No,
1: it's, no, man, I still like the suit, but very few people wear it. Now, I bet you you go out and you wear a suit. The younger kids look at you like, oh, well, look at you, grandpa. It's like, this suit is, people wear suits. Doesn't this look nice? Oh, get a top hat with that, grandpa. It's like, yeah, okay, you with your fucking refugee clothes that you got over at Ragstock, you know, Have you seen the girls with the shredded pants up in the yeah. front? Yeah, I've seen guys with that, too. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, you saw someone else do that. I see. You're you're a sheep. You don't have a thought in that brain, do you? You think that's slick. You think that's cool. All right, I see. Okay.
0: One of the reasons I occasionally like to going to the dorky CPA networking events in my off season is because everybody there is wearing a suit. So I'm like, I want to wear a suit and tie. Yeah. As well and yeah.
1: You feel like James Bond? A little. Maybe I'll watch some James Bond tonight. <sighs>
0: Might be an idea.
1: All right, have you drank enough of your beer? Can can we go now?
0: We have a couple things. First, we have another chat from Bacon, okay, and two. I bacon. I just texted you a bunch of pictures to hold up my deal. Okay. All right, yeah. I believe you. I mean, uh, I rated G. I don't want no. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. Um, two twenty three. All road work halts, citing zero traffic block. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh God, that might actually be true So,
1: All right. Tell people where they can find you and then we'll, we'll get out of here.
0: Uh, you can find me on Amazon. My dad and I are still writing these tax guides, Elkins comprehensive tax guide. Uh, I don't know if we'll do another one for next year, but we might. Um, and also ElkinsCPA.com is my website. Isn't he going to retire? Like, I mean, he is retired. Is he? No, he's right? retired. But th- it gives him something to do. But it also drives my mother crazy. So it's like, when he writes the book. Well, he always tries to get it in before Thanksgiving, and that's right. hard to do because things keep changing, and it and so he's on the computer twenty four seven, and my mom's like, Tim, I I hate to I hate to say this, your mom is so cool.
1: That's not what I hate to say, <laughs> oh, wow. uh, but your mom is so wonderful and charming and lovely. But the other thing is for her age, she has kept herself in amazing shape. And if <laughs> I was Mr. Elkins, I'd set the fucking <laughs> computer down, put the dog away in the room and, uh, maybe try and give you and your sister, another sibling to have in this late <laughs> stage of the game is what I'm saying. I'd be, I'd, I, cause I was just like, She's always put together when I visit. She's always oh hi and da, da, da. But then I never. I, but she's always done up like she was in the the bathroom doing her makeup before I showed up. I'm like, whoa, like just for company, you know? And I'm like, wow, what a what a nice gal. What a sweet gal.
0: It takes a while sometimes.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, maybe that's why your dad's on the computer. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, <laughs> think I don't know this.
1: <laughs> All right, well, take us out appropriately. Doodles. You alcoholic. Uh. <laughs>